1: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeup call. DT. We are inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios. You're also watching on Facebook Live, facebook.com/backslash/live. Now, DT, hanging out with you inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios, 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. Dress up and dress down at Charney's. Find what fits you, and perfect timing for them. They got all that winter wear in early when the weather was still nice and in the 60s and sunny and all that. And you know, people walk into the store and they might go, "Why is this here already? I don't want to." think about it. Well, you go from that to a couple days later running into Charney's going, thank God it's here because I'm freezing and I don't have gloves and I can't find this and I can't find that and my jacket's all messed up. I got to get a new one. So head into Charney's today. They also have a great line called Save the Duck that promises you that 100% of what's made was not used in harming any animal whatsoever. So a really great company with uh, with Save the Duck there as well. And of course, your Syracuse gear to keep you warm in orange and blue. So with that being said, we're inside of the Charney Studios. We're hanging out here in the second hour of the broadcast this morning on Tuesday, November 12th. You just heard from the women's side of the Bobcats O'Brien and Stratton. And now it's time to hear from the men's side. Danny Frasina got to start out a program with the men's basketball team here in recent history and he got to experience what Clay's experiencing right now on the women's side and now in year number two the team is two and two as they get set moving forward so with that being said let's bring him on to the broadcast see how he's doing this morning Mr. Frasina how's life? (laughs) Not too
0: bad I mean Sorry for the uh, laugh. When I hear Mr. and I usually think people are referring to my father. But, no, uh, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm battling through this this wintery weather that we're having this fall. And, uh, you know, it's another day in life. So uh, we're getting after it this morning.
1: And and for you, I mean, you had the experience of being able to, you know, open up the doors to a program for the first time ever, and and you just got to do that. Have you sat down with with Clay? And I, I know that, you know, you and Clay, uh, obviously are on the basketball side of things at Brian and Stratton you've been around one another have have you given him any advice about opening the doors to a program since you got to do it and you got to be a part of it very very recently at Brian and Stratton did you give him any thoughts about what year one was like for you
0: well yeah of course I mean he and I we talk every day and we bounce ideas off other and uh we've become really close over the last you know six seven eight months um you know going out recruiting and and leading up to this season um you know i i had to poke him a little bit at the start of the season because we have this running joke in our office that you know nick our soccer coach won his first game of his career and alex the women's soccer coach won his first game of his career and then last year as we started the men's program i won my first game of my career and so we we put dinner on on him having to win his. And he, he came up short in his first game against a, a, a tough team in OCC, but we had to poke him a little bit about that. But, you know, he he stuck with it. You know, I, I told him to keep his head up. It's going to be a long season and not to get down on uh, uh, the first couple losses here. And then they come out with a 30-point win um, this past Saturday. I was really, really proud of him and the girls and, and what they're doing there. And it's, it's a great win to build off of uh, going into next weekend. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and, and for that, like you said, you know, you got to start things off, you know, now that you're uh, a year ahead of that, what do you remember from that opportunity that you had to, to start the program and, you know, to bring men's basketball to Brian and Stratton College in Syracuse? Just, I know you and I have spoken about your road, but, but to go back to that, now that it's like hindsight's 2020, what, what are you thinking about most about that, that opening year of creating something?
0: Well, we have a lot of guys returning from last year's roster. So I think it's important to learn as a team kind of what we went through last year. You know, we didn't have a good year. We, you know, we were on the short end of a lot of games and um, bringing a lot of uh, those guys that were on that roster back and having experienced that, you know, when we win, we, you know, we rattled off two wins our first weekend of the season this year. And I just wanted to remind them, guys, you know, celebrate these wins a little bit, but let's humble ourselves and be focused on the next one, because we know how hard it is to get a win. Um, And that's what they got to really focus on is, hey, be happy that we got this win, but let's, you know, let's focus on the, the bigger goal here. You know, you don't get into the postseason with two wins. So uh, enjoy the wins while we have them, and then let's focus in and let's go over the mistakes that we had in those wins because, you know, we, we didn't play a perfect game, and as long as we can correct some of those mistakes while we win, we could be a really good team. Um, and I think that we're, we're starting to do that. We, we came up short the last two games here, but uh, we had a really good practice last night, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this team responds to adversity in the last couple wins, or the last couple losses, that is, um, and, and uh, take it to the next team that's on the schedule.
1: Speaking here with Danny Frasina, the head coach of the men's basketball team at Bryan and Stratton College in Syracuse. These last two, the the two losses you have this season after starting out with a win over OCC, which was huge, and and obviously a a strong program that's been built there. And then Rowan and Gloucester Community College, you won that game as well. Also at Onondaga Community College, that's where the game was held. And then uh, to lose these last two, you lost by – Two possessions in one game, two possessions in the other. Six points, or, or pardon me, uh, seven points against uh, Brian and Stratton Buffalo and then against against uh, Albany College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences, only five points. Just what you can say you took away from this. I mean, you got your two victories, and then you have two close losses. You didn't get blown out in these two losses. What what was it about these uh, couple of possessions in these two games? Well,
0: Brian and Stratton Buffalo, for one, is a, a really well-coached, really talented team. Super athletic. Um, they're coached by Damone Brown, who played his ball college ball at Syracuse. So you know he's got a wealth of background, of basketball knowledge. Um, both games, they really saw us, you know, got they got away from us. We had the lead. Uh, we were up two at halftime against Ryan Stratton Buffalo. Uh, they make a run, and it was kind of a back-and-forth game. And so, you know, um, you know they, they hit a shot. They bank a three-off of the shot clock. Expires. They hit a couple free throws on the stretch, and the seven-point lead, uh, you know, ends up being the final score. Uh, same thing at Albany College Pharmacy. You know, we have a six-point lead at halftime, and we just got to develop that killer instinct that when we go up, we stay up, and, you know, we got to uh, finish these teams off. Um, the same thing, they shot the they shot the ball so well. You know, they hit probably 13 threes to our four or five. Um it ends up being a closer game, both games. We didn't shoot well from the free throw line. Uh, and that's been kind of the thing over the last year and a half that needs to be corrected. Um, we need to be a stronger team in these one or two possession games, uh, down the stretch. That's when these free throws end up bubbling up to the surface. So, uh, it's minor details, but the minor details show their face in close games. And that's what we got to be better at. But, um, I'm confident in our guys' work ethic. Um, the way that they work hard in practice and their, their focus going forward is going to be what's uh, going to be telling uh, in the games ahead.
1: You're averaging 40 rebounds a game. You know, when we watch games in Syracuse played by the orange, you know, fans are always asking for more rebounds and and we're seeing a team in yours that that gets after the glass. Just what you could say about the importance of that and and what that's done for the team up to this point, maybe uh, something that you key in on, on practice or if there's, you know, uh, an element that you really try to focus on in that, in the fact of, of getting after the boards.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we always try to put an emphasis on that. You know, uh, we just want to have as many possessions as possible. You know, the more possessions we have, um, the more chances we have of scoring, uh, especially offensive rebounds. We have a couple guys that really get after the glass. Um, some guys have to be pushed a little bit more, but that's, that, that, you know, we can practice it so we're blue in the face. And, but that's really a thing that comes down to it's like a personal pride type thing. It's a, it's something that you have to want to do. You know, it, there's not really a skill level. You just got to go want get the ball. Uh, it's boxing your guy out, digging in and uh, gaining the advantage. And then just going after the ball. And that's, you know, you don't ha- have to work, like shooting is a skill and, and ball handling is a skill and, and, you know, rebounding is a skill, but it, it's one that's just, it's in your heart and you, and, the desire to have to go after it. So, uh, we have a couple guys that, that really get after the glass both offensively and defensively. Um, and it's helped us out a bunch this year. Uh, we've been out rebounded. You know, that game against Brian Stratton Buffalo, we were out rebounded on the offensive glass 20 to 9. And in a five point game, those 11 extra possessions are. You know, and ones are, are offensive putbacks, and those those add up at the end. So, uh, still something that we need to work on, and and I feel that we'll get better at it as the season goes on because we have the talent and the, and the size and the ability to to go after it and dominate on the glass.
1: Speaking here with Danny Frasina, the head coach of the Bryan and Stratton men's basketball team in their second season of existence. I spoke with Clay about. You know, what this athletic department is doing at Bryan and Stratton College in Syracuse, and, you know, with cross country and men's soccer and women's soccer and whatnot. For men's and women's basketball, for you to start men's basketball last year, and then for Clay to come in with women's basketball this year, you're the newbies, you're the new kids on the block. What can you say about, you know, you and Clay together, and maybe, like you said, you talk every day and whatnot? What's kind of the motto, maybe the mission? I mean, you want to win games, but you guys get to really tackle this and create something new at Brian and Stratton in Syracuse. So how are you going about it?
0: It's a, it's a day by day process. You know, we, we have awesome mentors and our assistant athletic director and athletic director, uh, and Alex and and Nick, who, you know, as our women's and men's soccer coaches, respectively, they're, they've set a great example for clay and I as to how to achieve success. You know, both of those guys are competing yearly. Uh, for national championships. You know, our, our men's team just won the national championship uh, this past weekend. We're actually, in, in about an hour or so, going to be celebrating them and, and their accomplishment. And uh, You know, they've kind of laid the groundwork for where Clay and I want to be. So, um, you know, it's a day-in and day-out basis. And like I said, Co- Coach Clay and I constantly talk and bounce ideas off each other and look at film and, and trade plays and, and philosophies and, and strategies about what we think we can do against certain teams, or uh, you know who looks like he'll scout my team, I'll scout his team when we're playing, and, and then just give each other tips and, at the end of the day. And, uh, whether we agree with each other or not is one thing, but it's it's nice to hear somebody else's perspective because as a coach, you're you're always just you're watching the game from your own eyes. It's it's nice to hear from from other people's, uh, especially one you know, Coach Clay's opinion is someone's that I, I respect a great deal, and um, you know. I would feel the same about it. Uh, I think he feels the same way. So, um, you know, we are constantly bouncing ideas off each other, and I think it's only going to make each other's program stronger.
1: And and to have you know the, this opportunity to create something new and, and fresh and real, how has the community been in, in your opinion? How have they responded? You know, what's what's life like, Ben? You know, life like Ben for you to, to to go out there and to support this and to talk about it and to try and you know, get the community around it. How has the community responded to you?
0: I think it's, you know, it's starting to to percolate a little bit. You know, I think when I first started last year, we, we did as much as possible to promote the fact that we have a, a basketball team here. I think having a, a women's basketball team here uh, legitimizes our athletic program just that much more. Uh, I think the word is starting to get out more thanks to you and, and uh, Mike Lindsley and, and some of the other, Paul Paul Esdon. Uh, a lot of guys in the community uh, putting us, you know, at the forefront and in, in showcasing us, uh, whether it's on social media or, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, we have our uh, – there's ads out on the sides of buses and you see commercials and, and billboards and this and that. But, um, you know, we're really trying to make sure that the, the central New York area knows about us and, and the opportunity here that's for um, – you know, students and student-athletes alike. So, um, you know, the community is starting to come on board a little bit more. I'm trying to recruit more locally and, and get that such a New York flavor uh, added to our team. And we got a couple more guys from the local area that, you know, bring fans into our games that maybe didn't know about us beforehand. So, it's you know, it's all going to start, uh, you know, grassroots, word-of-mouth type deal. And, you know, over the next year or two, I think you're going to see a lot more bobcat blue in central
1: new york you know and, and that's and that's such a tremendous thing and i said this to clay and i'm going to say it to you because you're tasked with this now uh, you know that gear is gear is a thing and you and i talked about gear and you know that i you know i shamelessly plug so if you want more bobcat Absolutely. blue out there you're gonna to have to you're gonna have to meet up with me and make that happen
0: I think we can we can manage something there. Just let me know what your size is. When we get off the phone, and
1: I can work something out for you. Absolutely. So speaking here with Danny Frasina this morning, uh, Brian and Stratton College, Syracuse men's basketball team. Uh, Danny, to look at this, I spoke with Clay about it. A lot of his players in his first season are from, you know, the New York City area, the Long Island area, I should say, and, and Brooklyn. You have Brooklyn, the Bronx, Harlem, as well as you know some Syracuse New York as as does Clay. You have uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. you do have a player from out of state. you have Queens, you have Auburn New York, uh, New York City, Sodas, New York and whatnot. but a lot of this just like just like Clay is from the Bronx and Brooklyn and, and Harlem, you're getting them from the island. Just what you could say about building that bridge between Brian and Stratton, Syracuse, and men's and women's basketball to that area because you and clay obviously went down there and heavily recruited down there you and i spoke when you were on a trip down there just just what you could say about you know connecting that bridge to syracuse for brian and stratton
0: yeah so when, when i first started here um you know the the idea was to recruit central new york student athletes and when you know like we were saying, the community wasn't really on board. They didn't know what we were about. I had nothing to show them. Uh, we didn't have a team for them to come in. And, you know, I couldn't bring a recruit into practice from, you know, a city school or a suburban Central New York school. So what I did was I went down to New York City and, and started recruiting. And, uh, you know, I uh, threw a fishing line out to a kid that I coached when I was at OCC. And he had some connections to other guys. And, you know, that's where I got my Auburn connection from. Um, and, but I went down to New York and um, there's a couple guys down there that were interested. I got some uh, some transfer student, students from Cayuga uh, that were originally from New York and, and they knew a couple guys that were were interested. And so um, you know, that was kind of where we started, and then it kind of grew. And then as words started getting out uh, about us and well, it started a little bit, I'd say about midseason last year. Uh, you know, we started getting more interest. And we got Tay Elijah on board, who's, you know, very well known in the Syracuse City area, played at Henniger, played at OCC for Coach Cerrone, and, and now he's he's playing well for us. Um, we got him. We have Richard Jenkins, who kind of flew under the radar as a big man, again, a Syracuse, New York native, went to Henniger High School. So we're starting to get more local guys uh, in our roster um, that's for Aaron Burton. He's from Silver Spring, Maryland, but he played his uh, junior college ball down in New York City. That's how I got a hold of him and his teammate Troy uh, Tallman. So um, you know we have a, a good foundation in, in New York City, and it's a, a great place to be able to recruit. There's so much talent and a lot of kids down there that are looking to either a get out of city or b have a chance uh, at at playing college ball or both. So um, you know it's a it's a good. Uh, option for us to have um, when the Central New York kids uh, decide to go elsewhere
1: you know and, and for you to be able to you know connect this bridge and to do that just what you could say about how you know people have responded I mean obviously you got a lot of yeses you got a lot of people on the team from from those areas from the Bronx from Brooklyn from Harlem and whatnot from Queens but you know just just what it's like now like you said trying to trying to build that message and get people to believe in it and when it's a new product i mean i know that when i started my company when you have a new product on the line you know it's it's okay you have to sell something that doesn't exist there's no there's no background on it there's no like this is what we did last year this is what we did 10 years ago i mean you're building something new so I guess a two-part question: speak on building something new and and having to grow the stuff that you can show to people because you didn't have it right away, and then secondly, how connected you feel with the uh, Long Island area and, and those those cities and those areas now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I you know originally I was like like you were stating with your with your company and with our team, we 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 sold the vision. You know, we sold. Uh, where we wanted to go and and the opportunity to become like for these players to become the first of uh, something that could be historic. You know, it's not very, I mean, you don't hear about it often of a kid being able to go to a a college and say that he was the first on the first roster of the first basketball team in that school's history. So, uh, you know, that was a unique pitch uh, to some of these kids and, and an opportunity that they thought, um, could really benefit them and and experience, you know, going from New York city to Syracuse is a culture change, but it's not that big of a culture change. Like going from New York city to you name the farm town, you know, where a lot of colleges, uh, reside. So Syracuse has, uh, that city life, although on a very much smaller scale than New York city, but you still have things to do within the city limits and it makes them a little bit more comfortable. Um, But, yeah, you're selling the overall vision of the program. Now, going into year two, it's, you know, culture and and bringing that vision to life and and building on uh, what we accomplished last year. Um, Although we didn't get to where we wanted to go, uh, you know, that we were just starting to lay the foundation, and we're building off that this year. So this year, it's a new vision, uh, renewed energy, and uh, with a a better focus on uh, our ultimate goals. And I think – you know, knowing you know, we kind of went into last season a little blind. Uh, it was kind of like a trial and error period where we were trying to feel feel out the the league, the USCA, and and kind of what we needed to do in order to be successful. I think we have an, an idea of what we need to do and in, in order to get to where we want to go ultimately, and that's the postseason play. Um, I was able to go down to. Uh, Pennsylvania last year and attend the USCA national championship tournament and kind of get a better idea of the competition that we would be facing against. And so I could go out and recruit uh, based on that. And I think we have the guys this year. Uh, I think we have the mentality. Uh, It's just going to be an everyday focus at practice uh, and to push each other to get better every single day um, in order to get to where we want to go.
1: That coming from Danny Frasina here with us with Brian and Stratton College of Syracuse. Men's basketball team in their second season, currently 2-2 two and two at the time of our conversation. As I did, Danny, with Clay on the other side of things here for women's basketball. Rapid fire is where we're going. I'm going to put you on the hot seat for two questions. You can put me on the hot seat for two as well. Are you ready to play? Sure. All right. So my first question for you, Mr. Frasina, since I know that you love the snow, is... If, if you were, let me think here, let me think here. What, what would you rather, what situation would you rather be in? Would you rather be in intense heat running away from a volcano? Or would you rather be caught in an ice storm on, and uh, like you're on, on a, you're stranded on Onondaga Lake? Where would you want to be? In the ice storm or on the lake? Or would you rather be running away from a volcano in Hawaii or something like that?
0: Give me my running shoes. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> I am running away from a volcano in Hawaii for sure because, A, that means I'm in Hawaii. And I, I've seen uh, some of these volcanoes and it doesn't look like the lava is moving too fast. I feel like I can outrun some of that. Um, even if it's flowing pretty fast, I, you know, I'd, I'd rather stay in, in warm temperatures than, than be freezing on top of a nasty lake.
1: All right. Fair enough. Give me my running shoes. Let me run away because at least I know I'm in paradise. So yeah. what's your first question for me?
0: Oh, boy. Put on a spot here. Yes, sir. All right. Um, let me see. here. You have to give me a second.
1: Okay. I'm um, going to play the Jeopardy music here in the studio. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Kind of fears or anything like that. So let's say this Would you rather spend the night in a house that you know is for sure 100% haunted? Yeah. Or have to sleep in a coffin with spiders?
1: I, oh, that's tough. So I never am a man to watch scary movies and all weekend long. I did a little snowed in with the lady and we watched like seven scary movies. So, so I, I, I told her, I was like, I don't know. It's something about her. something about me. Now that we're together, we feel safe. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's a good thing, but I guess I would be in the haunted house because here's the thing. I, I have a very close relationship with God. I have a very strong faith. I believe that I could maybe help the spirit. And spiders, I love Spider Man, but I'm not jumping in a coffin with any spiders getting bit and stuff. Like I've been by a, a black widow before. I'm not. I'm not doing any of that. So I, I would say, put me in the haunted house, and God and I are gonna try and exercise that demon. That's what we're gonna do. So. All right. Okay. My, uh, my next question for you. See, I like these this morning. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think, Mister Furcin. Let me. Let me think here. So, hmm. Okay. I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay with, with the fear. I'm going to stay with that one. So what, what real life sci-fi situation, if one of these was real, which one would you rather, which one would you choose to be in of these three? Okay. A crop circle with real aliens, okay. Uh, a haunted house with real ghosts or in a room with someone who's actually possessed by a demon.
0: Oh, let's see here.
1: You can tell that I watched every type of movie this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Signs, maybe? Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind being in a crop circle with aliens. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that would, you know... The ghost thing w- wouldn't be bad either. I think
1: the possession one would be a little scary. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're capable of.
0: Uh, the ghost and the, the crop circle one, you know, I don't know what to really expect from an alien either, but and, and being kind of like in a... A corn maze could be a little scary. Let's go with the, the ghost in the haunted
1: house then. Okay, all right, ghost in the haunted house. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I just watched a movie called In the Tall Grass by Stephen King, and by uh, the way, and it's all about being stuck in the grass and stuff, and there's yeah. this alien-type thing. Yeah, it's a. It's kind of a stupid movie, but it's it's also kind of eerie as well. What is your final uh, question for me? All right, would you rather go into
0: the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great great grandchildren oh
1: god i'd probably want to go in the past to meet my ancestors because i don't know because i i feel like to go into i don't want to go into the future and know my future but i'd like to i'd like to go into the past because it's already done and i'd like to i like to know what they think and you know I, maybe some advice that they would give to me and that i could take and help the world so i could help my great great grandchildren there you and, go there you go i kind <laughs> of
0: feel the same way i feel like the future looking at too far in the future could be a bit
1: scary and daunting then yeah
0: then you're then you go back to the you know your your normal life and you're like crap this is this is going to happen whether i make this decision or not so
1: right <laughs> Where if you go in the past you already know what happened and you, you know so i mean you, right. you got it already set up so with that being said, that is Danny. for Awesome questions. That's Danny Cena here this morning with us, Brian and Stratton men's basketball. You could go out and see them in our community, and they're going to be on the road for their next game. So make sure that you're supporting them. They will be here with us. Uh, Clay for the women's side and Danny for the men's side will be on wake up call with Dan Tortora all throughout the season and then some. And the men's team is at Vaughn this Friday, November 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Danny, as always, I appreciate it. God bless moving forward. I hope you jump above 500 in the next game and and so on, and thank you for what you're doing for our community. Hey,
0: thanks for having me on, Dan. I really appreciate you bringing myself and Clay and and letting us kind of expose and and promote uh, Brian Stratton in college and in our athletics.
1: Absolutely, and I look forward to talking with you soon.
0: Absolutely, man. Thanks.